Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Shabazz, and I am one of your lovely, lovely hosts. Uh, tonight, we are we are missing... Uh, so, by the way, before I kind of get started here, I did ask on Twitter if uh, <laughs> someone can give me some suggestions on what names I should call my other two co-hosts. Because I always... Every time I host, I always... Kind of give a little something. Right. Right? I give a little something, something. You give, something, you give those spice. AKAs, you know what I mean? I give a little spice on the mics, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I don't know why I have a lisp at the end, by the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was wondering what was saying going on. Saying guys, though. So, um, uh, <laughs> and you're, you're Southern now as well, too? <laughs> How long were you in Dallas for? Aren't all Southern people uh, have lisps? Lisp? Like, lisp? I don't know. <laughs> if you're, if you're from the South, uh, right into this time with dot com slash talk. how much do you hate us if you're from the South? <laughs> <laughs> That's question one. Uh <laughs> But of course, um, so one of the one of the suggestions I got here is uh, let me just uh, make sure I don't butcher it, you know. Oh, here we go. Uh, and the man with the name that slaps is Dbaps. Oh, that's I like uh, that. that's courtesy of a friend of the show, Lynn. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, I like uh, that another one. Another one that I got, which I'll throw out there, which I mean to me sounds more racist than it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fisherman. Oh, is that for me as that's well, too, you. right? Yeah, yeah that was a good one, too. I like yeah. that one as well. Uh, but who, who submitted that one? Friend of, friend of the show, Nicole. Okay, so she's a fellow fisherman she's also, as well, too. She's a fisherwoman. Yeah, fisherwoman. Yeah. Fisher and person, really. Fisher person. Yeah. Oh, a fish. A, fish. a fisher price. <laughs> fisher price. <laughs> and if if, uh, if Anthony was here, he would be the pizza maker. Okay, yeah. We're, yeah. we're right on the nose with those. We're uh, right on the nose. We're right so on that, the... that's friend of the show, Nicole, as well. Yeah. Uh, we don't have one for Anthony that, that Lynn sent me, but I think she said something about anatomy, and I was like, I don't want you to take, you know... Too much and of my time <laughs> and, and our listeners' time. There's away. too much time already spent on yes, this. Yes, I. Anyone next time I'll be more prepared. I think. Yeah. So as always, you guys can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday or Sunday nights. Today it's a Monday, so you're hearing this. We're on. This is the eve of Disney Plus. Disney Plus Eve. Uh, Disney Plus is Eve plus Eve. Uh, recording a little bit later this week, yeah, uh, just because we had uh, some family matters to attend to. Yes, we did. Uh, Carl Winslow and all of them were here. Uh, <laughs> that's not the theme song. It's not the theme song. It, it's, it is now. Uh, but thanks for hanging in there and putting up with the later show. And now we got to talk about all of our Disney Plus hopeful things the Hope, night before. Hopes and dreams. So it's the night before Disney Plus. But our but our topic of the show this week yes. is underrated <laughs> actors and it. actresses. That's so it. so with the with a lot of films coming out nowadays, we we tend to see a lot of actors and actresses, especially people like us that are always keeping an eye on these actors and actresses. We're noticing now that there's so many good people in movies nowadays, yeah. yet they're not getting... Because I feel like back in the day, like when we were younger, it was just A-list celebrities and that's it. Right. Like you were only seeing them make movies. Nowadays, you're getting these smaller actors and actresses coming in. Right. So it's going to be e- interesting. And even seeing some more well-known actors in more independent movies as well too and also kind of changes up things as well too there was kind of like the secret sauce there was a little secret sauce another even joining tv as well right? yeah of course so um as always you can always head to this time slash talk and send in some of the questions suggestions corrections um opinions uh recipes whatever you want to send to us yeah of course send them send them over our way and we do have something in our mailbag here oh so all right. if anthony was here or the pizza maker was here right. he'd be <laughs> Mailbag. I don't know why I did that ah, at the end. I feel like when you open, like open a coke. If I whenever I open, whenever I open a mail, I'm always like, ah, ah, nice and that, that bill looks good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a we got a, a, a question here from Carl. Now Carl says, uh, now that you've seen Parasite, 
what did you think the plot was actually about? It's funny so, that I said Carl Winslow earlier. Now we have a writer. You, you from did Carl. say it's not like if, it's a common. Not what if it is Carl Winslow though? Maybe who knows, man? Who knows? What's he up to nowadays? I, I don't know. I think he's. I think he's retired from the police force. Really. Ah, yeah. I it. think he's. Streets are not safe anymore. No, no. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've uh, we've seen Parasite now. Um, Damon, what did you think it was about before going in? Now, without huh. spoiling what it is, actually. No, about. no, not at all. Um, oh, Parasite, in in a sentence, just in, if I give a, a sentence review before I get into what I think it's about, mm-hmm. it's probably the best horror movie that's not a horror movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's so hard. Like, somebody listening to this will probably be like, what does that mean? Right. But honestly, like, this is a movie that is so good and it just keeps you on the edge of your seat and genuinely uh frightened and scared and curious that you just can't stop watching and yeah i think it's it's the nice thing it's actually expanded to um more theaters more now. theaters now so you should probably be able to catch it locally yeah um what do i think this movie's about uh the classes like of different of society that's what you thought it was about before going in? Oh, that's what I... That's what I, So what was the question? What is it actually about or what did I think it was about? What did you think it was about before you actually saw it? Oh. So like, because uh, we knew nothing about right. Parasite, yes. right? I so think, before yeah. you went to go see it, were you like, oh, this movie's probably going to be about this? I, I honestly thought it was about a virus. Yeah. I thought it was about some type of virus because it looked like the trailer tried kind of made it look like a little mundane-ish. Like, oh, this person's coming to live in this house and I thought it was going to be like some type of supernatural element to it i thought there was gonna be some type of virus very on early in the trailer this so this yes. is in the trailer you see like that there's like i guess uh like bug spray yeah um like, the like fumigation, fumigation yep. spray being put in like through where they live yeah and like oh keep the windows open i'm like okay what if this comes something's into play up, something's Someone, up someone's gonna turn into a bug <laughs> it's gonna be jeff goldblum to fly again you know what i mean like uh, i thought it was gonna be something like that and then when you find out what it is it's like Oh, oh, I couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't be more happy about yeah, it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. How about um, you? Honestly, I, <clears throat> I I thought it was horror, like, more in the terms of, like, your typical Korean horror movies. Right. Um, Which are so much scarier so than much scarier. North American ones. Um, and I just remember the poster with their eyes being censored, kind of like in Spy Kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> George Clooney, <laughs> George Clooney, um, and then I remember seeing another like a like a Mondo poster that came out of a very angry dog with red eyes, right? And I was like, oh, maybe it's like a animal virus that <laughs> infects this family because yeah, the dog yeah, looked yeah, vicious. Yeah, it did. And I'm like, oh man, like this. I'm surprised people are saying this is the greatest movie of the year because right. that sounds stupid to me. But let's see what this movie is really about. And uh, boy, am I glad I was horribly, 100%. horribly wrong. Had nothing to do with that at all. So I'm really glad. Yeah. What a great movie. What a great movie. What a though. great film. I've been thinking about it so much. I really yeah. want to see it again. Yeah. Uh, so let's jump into the news. <laughs> Oh, you added. Why? I know why because I kept looking at my finger when I did it, and I was like, "Why did I do this?" Damn, maybe Anthony is the glue that keeps. You know what? I want to say this though. Without Anthony here, I have a lot more room. It's true. I like that. Your feet are up on the table oh, for I'm, some reason. I feel like I'm just 
you know, there's so much room for activities right now for me. We can. We can play ping pong um, here. Yeah, I can put my water bottle over here. Anthony can't say anything. I bet he's just cursing right now. He doesn't probably. listen to the podcast no, probably, though. <laughs> uh, I don't think he even knows he's on the podcast. Probably not. Do. No. Uh, he's been like, why do you guys keep asking me every day to record? Why do we? Mic? I thought we were just hanging out. Why are these microphones here? Yeah, I don't even like you guys that much. No, oh, that one hurt. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's also true, though. But let's jump into the news. So we can't stop talking about this damn movie. No, we can't. That's no. two years away. No, two years away, but so much is coming out from this movie, and we got some more, I want to call this perfect casting news against it. Right. So this movie right now is going for some serious gold here. Right. But Justin Kroll from Variety has reported that Batman is now closing in on Colin Farrell for Penguin and Andy Serkis for Alfred. Sign me up. As long as Andy Serkis doesn't do like a Gollum impression, I'm so <laughs> down. Master Wayne! <laughs> you want to take your stupid Mr. Wayne? <laughs> I'll fail <find> you! <laughs> now he's Michael Cutt. Yeah, I don't, I just, <laughs> that's what I have to assume, right? Um, I'm so down for this, I'm honestly. So down for like, this I think I could totally see Andy Serkis taking on the role of, of Alfred and kind of put a little more punch in the role that I think it needs. Like, I think Jeremy Irons was great. Yeah. But we also didn't get to see him do much. Oh, but he's so good. Though. He's so good in his voice and everything is just, he's so good. Yeah. And he's killing it on Watchmen right now. That's yes. why I'm so happy seeing him. Yes. In that role. Um, and then to have uh, Colin Farrell as well, who I think is a brilliant actor. I just think he's one of those actors that doesn't get, like he doesn't do the best role sometimes. Whenever he shows up in a film, yeah. he always surprises me. Either with how bad he is in a right. movie or how absolutely amazing he is. Would you consider him an underrated actor? No, because... <laughs> <laughs> that was so quick, I know. Not underrated no. because because there are two types of fans that love him. Right. You know? That, that are so overtly, oh my god, I love Colin Farrell. But he also gets a lot of hate as well because he can either be the pretty boy dumbass yeah like you know no one cares about him kind of actor right or he can be super serious and does a hundred percent in a role right and it's funny though too because i feel like he's one of those actors that he was one of the first i would say in the 2000s that hollywood really was trying to make happen really trying to happen yeah. you know what i mean like i loved him in swat and then he yep. like tried to do total recall phone booth phone booth uh daredevil yeah, he was, you know what I mean. So it's like he was like that. He was almost like he's not on the level of like a Jai Court here. No, like no, that. no, no, no. But he's or almost a Taylor like Taylor Kitsch or Taylor Kitsch. Like he's one of those actors that I feel like Hollywood is really trying to make happen. Yeah. And he's such a he's he has the face and the charisma to be a front, like to be front and center. But he always kind of takes more offbeat roles. But I think in the last few years he's been doing really well. I think the biggest thing that made me upset was in Fantastic Beasts. Oh. Of how, like, I really loved what they were doing with his character. Which is what I'm saying. And then they're, they, for some stupid reason, they decided, hey, let's take this character who could have been a really cool side character or side villain, and let's make it that he was Johnny Depp the whole time as Grindelwald. Like, like why? They should have cast a nobody and then made it Johnny Depp if they wanted to. But yeah. the fact that it was Colin Farrell and he was killing it. Yeah, and I just loved how, like, menacing and so how, like, how methodical he methodical was. And how just, how much, like, enthusiasm he had in that role and then i just don't understand why it needed to be grindelwald in disguise you know what he, i mean he is what kept me the most interested in that first fantastic yeah. beast and then in the second one yeah um do you think this will interfere with andy circus's uh that's what i was thinking about too um i mean i guess directing they haven't, for Venom they haven't too, closed say. on this deal yet so right. it's so tough to say right and i think um, and i feel like with the fact that he is directing venom they actually may not get him to sign on. I like the idea right. of Andy Serkis' offer because not that that's in my head. I'm like, I see it. I want it, yeah. But 
I'm nervous because he, I feel like he's attached to so much right now. Right. That he may not be able to commit to. It. Yeah, but it'd be nice to see him partner up with Matt Reeves again, obviously 100%. after Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they can make it work, especially if they, they're probably going to start shooting Venom soon. So Have if they, they done the script yet, I I think I they just know. they fast forwarded it. They, so I think yeah. it's, I think it's done. All right. Um, but yeah, I think I think they'll. It, it also depends how big a role Alfred has in it, right? So. If Alfred doesn't have a giant role in the movie, then I think they'll be able to balance it. Yeah, that's true. Um, they had more casting news for Batman today as well, too. Yes. What was... Uh, I, I totally... So, fresh out of Juilliard, James Lawson... They, I thought you were going to say fresh out of jail. I'm no, like, no, no. Oh, fresh fresh out of Juilliard. She literally just graduated from Juilliard. Oh, cool. Uh, she's... Uh, Jame Jamie, Lawson. Jamie Lawson. Jamie Lawson. Is playing Bella. Playing Bella, a grassroots political candidate running for office in Gotham. Right. Now, earlier in the day, they were saying that who she's playing is being kept under tight wraps. So, is this a real character <coughs> description, or is she secretly playing Barbara Gordon, or is she secretly playing somebody else? We don't know. She doesn't even have an IMDb page because she literally has no acting. Is she even a person though? That's no, what we, we don't have to find know. out. If we you're listening to this know. podcast, underrated Jamie, actor right here. Uh, she's super underrated right now. Yeah, yeah under the radar completely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm excited for this film. I'm obviously like this is going to be a huge event. So as more news trickles down its way, we will be reporting it here. Yeah, it's fun. We're in the fun time right now with this movie. The fun time. The fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like this is where we're starting to get all the speculation and news and set photos and things yeah. like that. So that's that's. The I just want to see the suit. Me too. That's me what too. I want to see next. Let, just give it to just us. Just give me the suit. Make it look good, please. Give me the suit. All right, let's jump into the second story of this week here. So Netflix, a uh, small-time company, I don't know if you've heard of them. No, very small. Uh, they are trying to partner with the Toronto Film Festival, aka TIFF, and to develop local movie talent. This is coming from Eaton Vlessing of yes. THR, the Hollywood Reporter. So the Toronto Film Festival is going all in with Netflix. Hollywood's award season launchpad has signed a three-year deal that will see Netflix invest in TIFF's year-round film industry program, including financial support for emerging local directors and the festival's annual September Forum. A three-year deal will see the U.S. streamer invest in TIFF's Canadian film industry programs, despite opposition from major festival sponsors, uh, which I would assume would be Cineplex. Yes, Cineplex is a big sponsor. I mean, like Bell is a big sponsor. Like, I just, I'm just curious. Like, before we finish the rest of the story, yeah, if this is going to interfere with, is this going to be like the TIFF Netflix light box? You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if like Netflix oh will be like the the big sponsor of it, and we'll we'll, we'll kind of get back well, yeah. to. Yeah, we'll, this we'll take a look. Yeah. So, TIFF co-heads Cameron Bailey and Joanna Vicente in a statement said Netflix's agreement to support both the festival and TIFF's year-round work with the Canadian film industry signals a meaningful commitment. So Toronto and Netflix cementing their industry ties contrasts with Cannes, which bowed to local pressure and banned Netflix films from its competition lineup. Honestly, I think this is the year, and I, I remember us talking about this earlier this year, I think probably in March or April. I feel like this is the year that Netflix really took film seriously. Yeah. You know, and like I was listening to uh, the Director's Guild podcast with Spike uh, Spike Lee was mm. interviewing interviewing martin scorsese about the irishman okay and like scorsese was talking about how like no studio wanted the irishman and he literally went to every studio paramount warner brothers universal all of them passed on it you're martin you're martin scorsese and you literally had al pacino robert de niro joe pesci in your movie and that still wasn't enough for the studios and like Look at Netflix. Was like, yeah, we'll do it. You want to do de aging? Yeah, we'll give you the money for it. They gave like what, one hundred fifty million? Dude, it's like I think it's one hundred fifty, almost two hundred million dollar yeah. movie. And like, 
they did it they and did. they and martin said hey this is the deal like we wanted to play in theaters and netflix said yeah let's do it and you'll notice every single netflix movie this year that is like first of all some of the biggest buzz movies this year are from, coming from netflix right and they're all getting theater releases 100%. and then streaming like three four weeks later and they're getting great reviews and they're all getting great reviews and like that's amazing and mm. i love seeing that and i think when we look at how tiff was run this year uh and this applies for like us in the toronto area the only movies that were playing at the like netflix if a movie was produced by netflix so dolomite marriage story the two popes um laundromat laundromat the irishman if it played a tiff they would not play in a cineplex theater no. and if you're familiar with canada or the toronto area it's all Cineplex theaters. Yeah, we really don't have much competition. So literally, the only place that a Netflix movie could play would be somewhere like the Tiff Bell Lightbox, uh, the Elgin Theater, or uh, like in traditional theaters, mm-hmm. not like Cineplex. And now I think Tiff is doubling down with this relationship, and I think that's great because Netflix is obviously a great partner to have. So why wouldn't they want to invest? And I'm just curious to see what this does to the festival in 2020 what it's going to look like are we going to see netflix everywhere yeah right like we saw the irishman yeah at, at the just Bell a few days ago flight box so um i i used to have i don't want to say a hate relationship with netflix but i never took them seriously and i don't think any not a lot of people did because it just felt like they were trying to throw anything that stuck to the wall and right. just go with it but i agree with you i think this year they took it a lot more seriously and i was very nervous about the irishman but our, our review is up on this time with yeah. com, and, and it's on the on movie YouTube podcast and, feed and, as well too yeah. our movie podcast as well um and we loved it and at no point did Either of us say this is a Netflix movie. No, and and that would be the case before when you're watching a movie like, oh, this feels like a Netflix yeah. movie. You they got to fix mean? up their TV show still a little bit for but sure, they're, but they're sure. definitely on the way. Yeah, I think they're on the way, and I think when we're in a time, we're literally like we said, we're in Disney Plus Eve right now. Mm-hmm. Apple TV Plus is going strong a few weeks in. I think we're in a time where Netflix is like, you know what? We're the leaders right now. We're the example. We are. They're Papa. We're, we're Papa. We are the ones that people are saying, hey, we want to make the Netflix of this. Yeah. I think this is their time to really be like, hey, let's show you what we got. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? And I and I and I'm excited for them because I really love Netflix. I love Netflix or like what what the idea of what it is. Yeah. And I kind of have a love hate relationship with a lot of their content sometimes. Yeah. But if they start really pumping out like top quality stuff like this, then I'm I'm not going to stop subscribing to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've had, and I was thinking about it last year and even earlier this year. I'm like, do I really need Netflix still? Yeah, I, I, I always like kind of hover over that. I, I remember I went down from the four tier plan right to the two tier plans. I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I don't think anyone's. And then I started watching Netflix a lot, and then I was like, oh, someone else is watching. Cool, so I bumped it back up. Right, but because uh, it's not cheap. I mean, it's sixty nine ninety no, in Canada, right? It's getting a little bit more expensive. Right, um, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, all right, well, you know. Let's see. Like, if I'm ever bored, I'll just I'll end up watching something on Netflix. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the go to. Like, oh, let's see what's here. Yeah, and I think the only the only downside to that is it could be overwhelming of how much they have. That's the thing. Things get lost in the mix right. very quickly. But I'm just, it's cool to see. Like, if they're going to partner and like help Canadian filmmakers make stuff, that's dope. That made me really happy to yeah, see because so. the the Toronto film industry right now is I think it's just taking off. I think so, and I think it's time for. You know, Toronto to play itself in a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we get glimpses here and there of Toronto playing itself, but I But love it's never to... themselves. No. It's, it's always New York. Yeah. I remember one of the first films that I ever watched that was like, it had a big Toronto moment. And it's such a bad movie. I'm so sorry, but The Sentinel. Yeah. With oh. Michael Douglas. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Kiefer Sutherland. There's a 
the ending <laughs> sequence, I believe, takes place at City Hall. Right. And I just remember being like, oh my god, I know that and place. And it's as Strano. It's supposed it's to be Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Um, uh, also, like Enemy, right? With right, Dylan Enemy. Hall yes, and, you know. Yeah, but I mean, again, Denis Canadian. Denis, yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, he's he luckily will right. put Toronto on the map because he's at least Canadian. Yeah, I wonder if it's just stigma. I was just like, oh, it's Canada. You yeah, know what I mean, like, do they have problems? Do they have people in Canada? You know, <laughs> do they just I mean? moose running around the street. <laughs> oh, God. I'd watch that though. You I'd watch that too? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All right, All right. <laughs> that's good. Let's jump into the next story here. So James Dean. Yep, um, heard of him. Heard of him. He's going to be reborn in CGI for Vietnam War action drama. This is coming from Alex Stripman of the THR. So James Dean, who you'll all remember from, you know, Rebel Without a Cause, or if you've ever seen those kind of films back in the day, uh, he died at the age of 24 in a 1955 car crash. Um, and when, when James Dean was alive, he, he was definitely like, oh, wow, this guy is going to be big. And yeah. then he was like life the next cut one, short, right? you know? Yeah. I would say, like, he's sort of the closest to, like, a Leo. Yeah, like at that time. Yeah, right? like he was just like, like, oh, he's the bad boy. He's he's like the next big thing in Hollywood. And then yeah, and it's, then it's crazy to think he was only twenty four. Twenty four years you know old. I mean? You know, I remember when I was twenty four. Yeah, it was just not, it was, four it was not years too long ago. ago. <laughs> Literally not too long ago. Um, <clears throat> uh, but yes, uh, so he will be cast in the Vietnam era action drama called Finding Jack, and it's directed by Anton Ernst and Tati Golik. Who obtained the rights to use Dean's image from his family? Uh, so we searched high and low for the perfect character to portray the role of Rogan, which has some extreme complex character arcs. And after months of research, we decided on James Dean. We feel very honored that his family supports us and will take every precaution to ensure that his legacy, as one of the most epic film stars to date, is kept fam- firmly intact. The family views <clears throat> this as his fourth movie, a movie he never got to make. We do not intend to let his fans down. While Finding Jack will be live action, the THR understands that Dean's performance will be constructed via full-body CGI using actual footage and photos. Another actor will voice him. I am not on board with this. No, I think there's so I think there's so many layers to this. And so I think, many layers. Um, it's one of those things. It's great that the family has given their blessing. Amazing. Sure. But it's also, if you're an actor and you're an actor from today and you have signed away your likeness, yes, I'm sure. Like if you look at Marvel Studios and you're like, "Hey, scan my body, have high 19 million resolution dots, K whatever dots on my face to scan me, yeah, and have my likeness saved forever," and you're on board with that, great. But now we're talking about James Dean, an actor who died in the 50s, <laughs> who has no say in this. Made three movies. We made three movies. You're telling me that you couldn't find any other actor that would be pr- like who would be okay to perform in this for you? It just seems like a gimmick to get your movie looked at. A hundred percent. You know what it, I mean? It, it again, as as amazing as James Dean's career was, or how it's going to take off. You know, it's the whole "what if" we'll never know. Right, kind of thing. right. Of course, no one's talking about James Dean nowadays. No, no one today is saying. Oh man, I wish we got another film. I'm sure back in the day they were, but right now there's so much talent out there in Hollywood. 100%. There's so many underrated actors. Yeah. So many young, fresh faces. People coming straight out of Juilliard getting cast in The right. Batman. Why do we have to go and get James Dean's likeness, but a different actor voicing him and then acting as him? That to I, me seems extremely offensive. Yeah. I know that his family said okay, but I, I mean offensive to. The amazing talent that's out there today. Yeah. And, and the fact that, like, hey, look, at the end of the day, like, 
cool, it's James Dean, but like this having James Dean in this movie isn't gonna make it a good He's movie. He's not a top build actor in my you know, opinion. You right know now. what I mean? So it's like it's just one of those things that's like, cool, like are they gonna advertise it like that's so strange to me like you just said top build, like are they gonna build us as James Dean? It's not James Dean. You know what I mean? Like that's so strange it's not to me. Him. And, what if what if he declined this movie? What if he was like, <laughs> I read the script and was like, hell no. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just it's just it's just funny that like we go down the like we have these weird things and like we've seen like CG creation of characters like Rogue One for example things like that with Tarkin. But, oh yes, like, but it's like this is so far removed. This is not this is not them. Even with Tarkin, I understand it because it's like he Tarkin was, was a weird one, but it made sense again. But it made sense because it's like he was a crucial character in A yes. New Hope, so it's like it would make sense to have him in this prequel to yeah. that. Yeah, even... But, um, but, like, you're telling... So, Carrie... Uh, Carrie Fisher at the Carrie end Fisher, of Rogue yeah. One, right? Yeah. And it's like, you're telling me that there was no actor, like they said in, in their yes. statement, that we found, hey, you know what? James Dean. You know what I mean? Like, next time you <laughs> and I make a movie, Shay, let's cast Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. But in CG. Yeah. You know no, what I no, mean? No, no, we should do Marlon Brando. Mar- Dude, Marlon Brando. Let's get Gregory Peck. You wow, know what I mean? Let's okay. get... <laughs> let's uh, Orson Welles. Orson Welles, 100%. Let's get... Um, I think we've I think we've gone too far. I think now. yeah, it's too far. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, Charlie Chaplin. I Charlie know. Chaplin. No, no, no. No. Uh, I was gonna say Buster Keaton. Buster Keaton. Yeah. Buster Keaton. You know, if what I mean? yeah. If we make a movie about him, hundred percent, let's make a movie about Buster Keaton. Or we could cast a CG Timothy Chalamet. I don't think uh, there's enough computers to render that no. godly man. But it's just it's just it's just silly to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it's like, why do you why do you feel like this is there's nothing? It's random. It's so random. Yeah. It's like, like when I read this, I was like, okay, wait. What? Yeah. Why? Like, why? It makes no sense. Why don't, like, why don't you cast the actor who you're getting to (laughs) to do the likeness of him instead? What do you mean? That sounds silly. Instead of just CG over his performance. It's very strange. And I I can't think of a, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so not in for this. Um, I also don't know who are these directors. What are they? What are they directed? Before? I don't know. I don't think so. I think one of them's Canadian. I'm like, ah, oh, oh, guys, damn it, yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just very interesting that they decided to go down this route. And you know, obviously James Dean is great. He made some great films or three films when he was alive, and of course he died tragically. But let's let's let that persona rest. The fact that his family is saying that... Dude, these people have done nothing. The fact that they're, the family is saying they're considering this his fourth, fourth movie, it's not. This is, I'm sorry, like, it's not. It's not. They've also done nothing. Like, they... they yeah, they've done nothing. This, this is... I'm so sorry, but they have not made anything remotely close yeah. to something that we've even heard of. Yeah, and I, I'm just curious, too, like, no, like, no offense to the, his... James Dean's remaining family, but, like, what family is it? Like is yeah. it his kids? Who's who's around? Is it, is it like did he it, have kids? Is it like his third cousin <laughs> twice removed? He's like, yeah, 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 sure. His aunt laid on like mortgage bill payments. He's like, yeah, if I'm getting money out of this. Yeah. Send it over. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just very strange. And it's an estimated right now forty million dollar budget. So Ooh. if you're trying to make a full CGI, you know, that's thirty nine million dollars right there. I mean, if the Irishman needed one hundred and fifty, probably for you know. All the stuff that it needed, and, that, and the Irishman was at the end of the day was just like touch ups and stuff. It, wa- it wasn't like full, full recreation, full no. recreation of things, right? Uh, and like, where are they going to get all the the assets that they need for James Dean? His movies are from the fifties. Yeah, that I mean, they didn't have four K cameras yeah. then. I mean, James Franco played him. Just 
de aged yeah, James Franco, or and just then cast James Franco if you want to. I don't know. <sighs> it's so, it just—it's uh, stupid, and I'm so sorry. I, think, I know I sound senile for it, but yeah. I don't think you sound senile. I think I you sound, sound crazy. <laughs> no, no, I think we're, we're critical of it, but yeah. I think, but I honestly think there is like a moral dilemma when it comes to something like this. It's like why, like you're re. It's just reaching, I think. It's reaching, and like you're re you're recreating this the likeness of this person, and you're going to try and channel the performance they would give. You're never going to do that. And at the end of the day, if this is an if this is an actor who was alive and decided, hey, use my likeness for years to come at Disney World's Tom Hanks, Woody will always be there, mm-hmm. and they'll always want to have Woody part of Disney World, yeah, even after like, he's long uh, gone, Don right? Rickles, you know, they reused, reused moments of him right. from everything that he's done in Toy Story right. to be the Mr. Potato Head in Toy but Story it's 4. But like, it's not like James Dean is like, we have all this old footage of him that we're going to re- reuse. It's not like that. It's not like Carrie Fisher no. in The Rise of Skywalker, where all of her extra content, J.J. Abrams was like, we're going to make a narrative based around the extra footage we have and make this fit properly yeah. to give this character a send off. It's not like that. It's not like that at all. It's like you're recreating. It's it feels gross. It, it feels just feels. Really gross. We, and again, it just seems like oh, we are two directors that don't have a single project that anyone's ever heard yeah. of. What would be controversial enough for us to get eyes on? Yeah, us? and to get people like us talking about it, right? Yeah, yeah, crazy. Right, well, let's let's move on because I just crazy. got heated. I got a little heated up there. I felt the heat. I'm so sorry. I'm hot. About that. I'm really hot. I'm right hot. Now. I'm burning. I'm burning up. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Dickinson C. Would you call me? I'm sorry, I called you a Dickinson. Oh yes, uh, Dickinson Dick. C. For all mankind have been officially renewed for a second season at Apple TV Plus. Also, they've ordered a Ben Stiller workplace thriller. This has come from Leslie Goldberg of THR. So it's official. Apple has handed out its first formal renewals. All three scripted originals, as well as the morning show, were all quietly given the green light for another season. Months ago, the Haley Steinfeld dark comedy Dickinson, Momoa's drama C, and Ron Moore's space series for All Mankind have all officially been renewed for second seasons mere days after launching. Um, so Severance is also coming out, which has landed a straight-to-series order at Apple TV+, Plus, is set at Lumens Industries, uh, a company that's looking to take work-life balance to a new level. S- Scott? Who's Scott? Scott. Oh, Adam Scott. Sorry, oh, Adam Scott. Yeah, Adam Scott is in the is in the is, yes, is he is star in the show. show yeah. Adam Scott will be starring in the Ben Stiller show Severance, and he'll be playing the lead role of Mark, an employee with a dark past trying to put himself back together. Ben Stiller will serve as the director and executive producer. Interesting. I mean, I'm not surprised that these shows are getting renewed because it's what they have. <laughs> it's it's literally the only content on <laughs> Apple TV Plus right now. Yeah. Um. It's good. I like honestly. Like I'm enjoying Dickinson. I think for all mankind has gotten a lot better. Okay. Um. So I watched the fourth episode and I'm like, I'm in it now. So I'm like, okay, I want to see where this goes and ends. It's not without its faults and without its dragging. Mm-hmm. I still think each episode's way too long. But, mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad that to see that Apple's at least seeing. Hey, you know what? This isn't going to be a one-off. We're going to continue investing. Which in is this. great. Which is which is awesome to see. I mean, but also, um. I've never find like Apple's that company like they're and this is no shade or an offense to Google, but <laughs> the news is going to be Google but, though. But Google so tends true. to, you know, Jump put ship. so much money and effort into something, and then it obviously doesn't work out, and then they just quietly let go of it. Right. They just send it out to the yard. Right. Or they'll just, or they'll just forget about it. Or and just be like, oh, is this it. is this still? Oh yeah, we had this thing. Or Alphabet, I guess, is the company. Really, the Alphabet, right? yeah. So, um, but Apple usually s- tends to stay. 
through because what they end up doing is if it didn't work the first time, they'll refine it and make it better. Yeah, and I think what they have going for it with Apple TV Plus, I think it's a great starting point. I just think there's a lot of room to grow still. And I think that's great. I think we need more... Not that we need a million streaming services, but we need competition in the space where we're going to only get good content at this point. You know what I mean? It's Nobody wants to miss now. now. They're trying hard to yeah. earn our subscription, right? Because right. now that you can't just go to your local cable provider and sign up for a package and just get the channel. Right. You now have to sell me on why I should subscribe to your streaming service. And stay subscribed to and it, And stay right? subscribed to it. Yeah. So, cool. Yes, keep making amazing content. I'm all here for it. Right. And I feel like we've been hearing a lot of things like, oh, Apple bought this, Apple bought this show and this movie. I'm excited to just see more. Like when I open up the Apple TV app and I see like my whole library, I'm like, I'm more inclined to look watch things that I've purchased Mm -hmm. rather than kind of just watch Oprah's book club or you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it up? It's up there. Yeah, it was up day one. I just didn't. Mm, we just didn't watch yeah. it. Uh, but no, you hate Oprah is what you're trying to say. No, I love Oprah. I think yeah, Oprah's great. Live on uh, the movie podcast, Daniel. You has heard it here. Folks. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here, folks. That uh, Daniel hates Oprah. <laughs> yeah. No, it just it's just like yeah. I just I think it makes sense for them. Great books. Okay, we get it. <laughs> it makes sense for them to keep investing in this and keep right. proving to people why it makes sense to stay subscribed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ugh, yeah. Let's just see what happens. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it at the end of the day because I like I, I really like the morning show. Me too, I especially really that like fourth episode. Show. I'm like, Woo! really good fourth episode. Really great. It, it has me. Great. I literally just watched the last like ten minutes of it again. Oh, okay. Uh, earlier today, just like just to get it hyped about it because I was just okay. I just really really love it. I'm glad. It's not like it's Oprah, but no, it's not like the Oprah book no. sh- story shorts. Uh, all right, let's go into the box office box recaps. Office. Box office. I don't like that. Um, so, <laughs> leading the box office this week, a bit of a surprise, Midway. Yeah. Uh, kind of a, a crappy week at the box office overall. A bit of a crappy week at the um, box office. I'm not too surprised about Midway because it's Memorial Day weekend and it's Remembrance Day yeah. here in Canada. Yeah. So, people want to maybe see those war movies. But I also think it just... Doctor Sleep is getting good reviews, but it's losing a lot of money. But it's also think who releases a horror movie the week after Halloween? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's Weird just, decision. Like that—that that should have been an October movie. Yeah, it, it, it blows me away that this was not released in October. It's or, very strange. Or bring it to TIFF Midnight Madness where yeah. they have the horror movies, or bring it to any film festival. Yeah. They literally like nobody. If you went up to somebody and said, "Do you know what Doctor Sleep is?" They have no idea. No. Do you know what The Shining is? Yes. Yes. Why? It just, the way this movie is marketed, and like obviously you can't help the name because that's the name of the book. But the fact that it wasn't released in October, like they did that one night, October 30th. Silly. No, that's that's not enough. No, people right now are in the they're getting as 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 how much as I hate to say this, but people are getting in the Christmas mindset. Embrace it, man. Embrace I'm not it. there yet. It's I need an, it's, I'm, it's, I need more time. I'm wearing reindeer ears right now. I don't. You like just can't it. see them. They're invisible. Oh, they're magic. Crap. You have they're to made, believe. Yeah. In, you have to you believe. I gotta believe in them. You have to, to believe them, in eh? Christmas to see them. Best part is I'll never believe in them, so I'll, oh. I'll never see them then. I, that hurts me. Deep I'll down. believe them closer to December. Okay, okay, I got you. Next week's episode. Next episode. But Doctor Sleep, yeah, came in second. It was very close though. Midway. It was only about $3 million. Uh, but Playing With Fire, the John Cena Woo! and uh, Michael, no, uh, Keegan-Michael. Keegan-Michael Key? Keegan-Michael Key. And uh, John Leguizamo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. This one looks It's so a Nickelodeon movie, is it not? Bad. Yeah. yeah it, uh, it, it Paramount, so it's Nickelodeon. I have nothing against John Cena. Nothing against John Cena. But his hair bothers me. His hair does bother it's me. It's a strange thing to say. 
It is because it looks like a toupee. Right? It just he's he's one of those guys like you see him in like WWE and you're like, Oh, that's a tough guy. Yeah. And then you see him in interviews and he looks so like dorky. Yeah. I would love for him to like to burst down the store and beat the shit out of him. I would us. literally love to see him destroy you. Right but now. you know what I mean? And then Break I'd be like, your yeah, face. yeah, I, I I understand. I I'm yeah. I'm with you. He would totally... But if he had that hair then I'd be laughing. But he's also funny. Like I, I saw a train wreck and he was in it and he was hilarious yeah, he's, in that he's movie. He's really funny. He's yeah. really he's a really funny actor. He's great in bubble. But he's doing, well now too. he's doing playing with fire, just like every tough guy movie actor does. But yeah, the they pacifier, the tooth one fairy. movie and like with the um, uh, Guardians. Uh I forgot his name now. Vin Diesel? Vin, no, Guardian uh, other guy. Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, other guy. Tough guy. Oh, um, Michael Rooker? No. Tough guy, man. Michael Rooker's not really Oh, Dave Batista? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, he's, he's the wrestler, uh, man. Drex. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember. I, I was <laughs> no, losing. Tough guy. Yeah. Uh, Rocket losing, Raccoon. Lo- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean a Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn? Why <laughs> <laughs> him? Uh, yeah, like he's doing My Spy. Yeah. Like, why... Who puts a gun to their head to these movies? Yeah, I, I don't know. But it opened third, so I mean, good for them. It's going to drop horribly. Oh, for sure. Soon. Yeah. Uh, just like last Christmas opened up fourth, which is its first weekend. I'm kind of surprised it opened up fourth because I felt like people wanted to go see a Christmas Yeah, it was movie. like a rom-com, but it's also not getting the best buzz right now. It's as well, not getting too. the best reviews, yeah. And, and that, uh, that Terminator. Yeah, Terminator is getting terminated. We haven't man. done a review on Terminator yet. Um, I think it'd Oh, be my cool. God. I think it would be cool, though, oh, if my we God, did yeah. a... Like the shortest review we possibly can right now. Uh, let me let me finish this part up, and then okay. we'll do our shortest <laughs> review of Terminator possible. Okay. Whoever we'll actually, says the least amount of words, I'm probably gonna say one word. Oh, okay, well, and one word and my review of it, like like what the rating. I'm I'll just say give punctuation it. then. That's a long word. Though. Okay, so I, have right. less, I have less. You win. Than you win. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'll let you finish. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate dropped from first place. Yeah. Did it come thief. in first? Did it come in first place last week? It did not. Oh, it. I think it did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure last week it was number one. His Joker was number two, uh, but it yes, dropped yes. to fifth place. Ouch! Made a made ten million this weekend. It was a sixty two percent drop. Crazy. That's and, a sixty two percent drop off of not a big release as well. No, too. and it's still playing in most the, in more theaters than all the other films are. It's playing in four thousand theaters. The rest are playing in only three thousand. That's upsetting. Yeah. So let's do a quick review on on Terminator. So. Welcome to This Time with Daniel Shabazz. Today, we're going to be reviewing Tim Miller's Terminator Dark Fate. Terminator Dark Fate stars Linda Hamilton back as Sarah Connor. And dun, 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 dun. My God, Daniel's scary voice back as the announcer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. Arnold, he's playing the T-800. and With a beard. Yeah, and then who's that? Girl? Mackenzie uh, Davis. La, la, la. Yeah, Mackenzie yeah. Davis and the other girl. Yeah, the other girl as well, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're in this film. So, um, this movie, what's it about, Daniel? Well, I, thanks. I love how you had like. I'm going to give you a one word review. Oh, I'm going to give a. I'm going to oh, one word review. Okay. review. This R- movie. We had to set it up with the okay, so this movie is a direct sequel to T2. Yes, as have. All the other Terminator 3s have been in the last. So this far. Is, so this is the fourth attempt at making a Terminator 3 yeah. in the last 15 years, I'd say, right? Well, yeah, 17, 18 years. Yeah. Um, this movie is about. Uh, a different Terminator coming from the future because Skynet's not a thing anymore. No. And then... So history has still kind of been rewritten because right. of what happened at the end of Terminator 2. Right. Judgment Day did not happen. Yeah. And now, I guess the future has like... Rewritten itself. Rewritten right. itself and there's enhanced humans with robotic tendencies to them 
and <laughs> am, am I doing? I don't even. I, so let's let's just give our, our yeah our review now. So basically, it's it's very it's very similar to T two in the sense where it's like here's this there's this person i need to protect them they're crucial to the future it's yes. literally the same kind of idea as t2 yeah but done with uh this other female character yes which again like you i would you would hope that there'd be more uniqueness to like a story other than just kind of like gender swapping because i don't think they that, went force awakens road but didn't but didn't but didn't land it i think force road, awakens yeah. landed it landed it in the sense where it's like let's get excitement about this this franchise again nostalgia with force awakens, or you know what right? i mean this one was just kind of like hey who wants to see terminator 3 the fourth time yeah you know what i mean it's yeah but yeah i'll let you i'll let you talk so now. all i'm gonna say about this film yeah is forgettable yeah I when you said we haven't done a review, I'm like, did we watch it? We also forgot that we saw it. Like we literally two days after watching this film. Yeah, when we were, we were like, talking oh, about the Irishman, yeah. yeah, we're like, oh man, we haven't been to the theater since. And then we thought of Parasite, Parasite. yeah. And then we're like, oh no, 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 wait, we we saw Terminator. We oh did. my god. And I love Terminator One, and I love like Terminator Two is yeah, one of my favorite great films. favorite films. Absolutely great films. But this movie is so boring. It's boring, and here's the thing: it's not a bad movie. It's oh. just it's just forgettable. And at so the end of the day, you know, people will write articles and say, "Oh, this movie failed because of X, Y, and Z," or it failed because ABC, and or at, LMNOP, you and LMNOP. Um, yeah, you know me. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I think a good movie is a good movie, and I think this movie has a lot of good parts to it. Yeah, I, I mean, as I say, parts not as moments in this movie, but no. as as in the sum of its parts, they had something. They had an idea. James Cameron came back. James Cameron also has an awful track record of being a producer. He does. When you look at his producer credits, you're like, oh. It's like he just sends a text saying, yeah, you yeah. can do that if you but, want. But apparently there was a lot of like, uh, there was a lot of blood on the wall as I read it with, between him, <laughs> and, heard that before. him and Tim Miller when they oh, were. Oh, not surprised. Yeah. So like James Cameron wanting one thing and Tim Miller wanting another thing. I just, I just, I almost feel like it would have been better for Cameron not to be involved and just well, be like, I mean, let's get this. Somebody who grew up loving the Terminator franchise to make something, even if it's bad, at least it's not like bad with a legacy to it. Yeah, you know what James I mean? Cameron gave his approval to uh, Terminator Genesis, which is absolute garbage. Like he's like, you haven't seen a Terminator movie like this, and that movie was garbage. Um, but uh, if you were to give it a review, Daniel, if I was to give it a rating, sorry, yeah, uh, skip it, skip it. Yeah, it's hard, a hard skip it. Hard skip it. I like the more I've thought about this film, the more I'm just like, why did I like why, why, yeah, why indeed, why did I why? Um, and again, we're being we're being uh, critical of it. I think if you're a fan of Terminator and you enjoy this movie, write in. Let's talk about yeah. it because I guess I'm down to talk about it. Tell us what you liked about I've it. I've liked seeing the discourse. I've been I've been reading a lot of threads and Twitter feed, uh, Twitter threads of like what people liked about it and stuff. And definitely, I, I like the characters, and I just don't think like the story was anything memorable. Good. Or unique looking, or even like fun. the the fun, or just even the way the movie is shot. I'm like, you, the action isn't engaging at all. Just no. it's kind of just like set piece for the sake of being a set piece. I but. didn't care for a single character on this. Yeah, in this movie. it was it was a rough it was a rough movie to watch. Yeah, I will say this though, the opening five minutes, very cool, very cool, and probably without giving spoiler away. The most convincing CG-looking human I've ever seen. Yeah, well, I was uh, like, "Oh, that's really cool." Wait, like, like de-aging, especially because, yeah. like, again, like Irishman looked great, but like this looked like it was a full like recreation. I was like, "Oh, this is probably like cut scenes." From yeah, like else. this is like, wow, like is this is this old footage? Like yeah. this this looked great. 
All right, trailers, 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 trailers. trailers! Uh, we also have to do a trailer of the week because we haven't had one in a few. We years. haven't had one in a while. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we have Soul, which is Pixar's next film coming out. Yeah. By Pete Doctor coming out next year. Is it their next film? Or I think it's it's I think it's a, it's the summer. I think this is after uh, Onward. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Onward is before this one. Right. Um. But Soul is directed by Pete Doctor. Yeah. And it's coming out next year. Uh, this trailer doesn't really give much away like all no. Pixar trailers do. They don't really show you kind of thing what's happening. But it gives you a nice tone and setting of this film. Very inside out. Very inside out. And probably, again, Pixar is just slam dunking us with that, their animation their animation prowess of how good they are. Yeah. Some of the most cool looking characters. And when you look at like Pixar humans from like Toy Story till now, it's crazy how yeah. good they are. They're I like the animation top. in this one way more than I did for Onward. Like some of the Oh some yeah, for sure. Yeah, just cuz yeah, the the animation software this one's a lot like really cool. Classic. And this this is already like like not to like knock on wood like but, like this is going to be Academy Award winning soul in 2021. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like, it has the movies. it has like the all the right stuff. Yeah, it. all the right stuff. Right? All the right stuff. <laughs> uh, the Invisible Man, directed yeah. by uh, James, well, not James Wan, sorry, uh, Lee Wanell. Lee, right. Lee Wanell. Did mm. you see this one? I did watch the trailer, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I was, was going to make a joke. It's like, oh, you didn't see it because it's invisible. Ah, ah. No, I, I did watch the trailer because yeah, uh, I like Lee Wanell. He directed um, Upgrade, which yeah. I really liked as well. Uh, we, have, we have to see we it. We have to watch, yeah. I've been yeah, trying to watch yeah, it. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Um, spooky trailer. Spooky. Um, I'm sp- I just don't like Elizabeth Moss, though. <laughs> she, she, uh... Nothing against her. No, I, no, no. I think if Elizabeth, if you were me, what's up? Yeah, she's she's one of those, uh... She's one of those actresses that genuinely, like, unnerves me. Yeah. Because she's, she's a great act. She's a yes, great actor. very great actress. But she also has, like, the character that she's played has unnerved me so much i'm like i don't know if i even like you as a person yeah you know what i mean <laughs> yeah um, um but yeah that was it was a cool trailer yeah very cool trailer um scoob <gasps> scoob <laughs> i didn't know what you were gonna do by the way breath, and i was like oh god what sound is gonna come out of his mouth right now i'm so nervous i like i like so this is the uh cg animated scooby-doo film coming out um, you know, it's it's got a pretty great cast. Yeah, Zach Zach Efron, Will Forte, Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, is it Gina Rodriguez? I believe so. Is Velma? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Scooby's being played by a real dog, actually. Yeah, a real talking dog. Yeah, the voice of Scooby. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this trailer as well. Yeah, I this just dropped today. Didn't didn't do it for me. I think the animation style is beautiful. Really wicked. Really beautiful. I think Warner Brothers animation has really upped their game in the last few years. Um, I don't know if you could hear that. Outside. I don't think you could hear it on your end, but there sounds like a jet flying right towards my house right now. The, I think Day After Tomorrow or um, War of the Worlds is happening outside. Yeah, see, I'm scared to look outside. It's also like snowing a lot. Oh here yeah, today's right our first snow. I forgot to mention first that. snow of uh, I guess this winter season. For all you, that that's are, why Anthony's not here. <laughs> that's why Anthony's not here. He doesn't come out in the snow. Yeah. For all you people that are in non-snowy parts, tell us what it's like. You know, we miss it. Yeah, we'll we'll be there soon. We will we'll be there. We'll, soon. we'll join. We'll join them in the sun. Soon, soon, soon. Uh, but yeah, go on about Scoob. Um, I think the animation style is really beautiful. I just think it all started to fall apart when the character started talking. <laughs> and I and I know that sounds so mean to say, but it's not. It's it's the character of Shaggy with Will Forte voicing him does not sound like I would pick. Come for on, Sh- Scoob. You know what I mean? Like like yoinks, man. Like you know, like that's not there. It just it's almost like this regular talking. And also Scooby like is 
dropping full sentences on he, us. He's talking more than I like. Yeah, so I'm just like, oh, I don't like the the whole funny thing with like Scooby Doo is that like, he pantomimes and he says like some words. Yeah, you know what I mean. But when you start giving him full like full on sentences and stuff yeah. like that, it was weird. That's a little uh, that's a little unnerving. Also, don't like that they revealed. How they met? I, like not not how they met, but like how, why his name is his. Oh, name. of course. I was it's, just kind of like, like I get it, but like yeah. oh come on. It's like oh Scooby Snacks. Are, like I always is, thought Scooby Snacks were named after Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's what it's like one of those things. It's like sure, even if it's not the way that happened in the show or whatever. I'm I I loved watching Scooby Doo growing right. up, but it's one of those things where it's like. Like, I'm not a purist. I just want to make that no, clear. No, no, I'm, not like I'm a just Scooby Doo purist. I, I just I just I just enjoy the characters Scooby Doo, right. but it's like. Yeah, just like little things like that. We don't need to know that. No, seeing them meet, it's it's like whenever you see like a movie try to make something overly cute to get people in. It's like yeah. when you see Young Dory, or when you see like Minions, or like yeah. things like that. It's like they're, it's almost like they're trying so hard to make it appeal to younger people. You tell me when that Young Dory wasn't cute. Oh, dude, she broke my heart. She broke my heart. I, I'm still crying about it. Yeah, you know. But like seeing Young Scooby and Young Shaggy together, I'm like, oh, that's such a cute moment. Yeah, but it's also like. As soon as Scooby started talking, also, why does young Scooby have the same voice as old Scooby? And again, still full sentences. Still full sentences. I was like, this is kind of weird. And then, That's yes, strange. I didn't like Will oh, Forte. And then, and then that uh, like One Republic pop generic song. Uh, yeah, when like the, when the acoustic guitar came in, I'm like, what year is this trailer from? It, it looked. It felt I like will be your Scooby Doo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like God. it reminded me of something that would come out in like 2010 on Netflix. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it reminded me of, of that vibe. So I was just like, oh, but. It's funny. I didn't realize this happened. Apparently, in uh, the Christopher Robin movie with uh, Ewan McGregor, yeah, great movie. Uh, Chris O'Dowd played Tigger, mm-hmm. but it was apparently so disliked by like test audience and stuff that they actually just got um, Cummings to do the voice of Tigger, like he did in the animated show. Mm-hmm. So it's like I wonder if they're going to see the backlash to how this is animated or sorry, not the animated, how Will Forte? The, the, not even just Will Forte, but like how Scooby is. Has, has it been backlash yet so far? I've I mean, seeing, have you seen some Twitter? That's, that's what I've been seeing. The biggest uh, backlash right now on Twitter and on the reddits of the world. Okay. Of people saying like, they like the look of it. Cause again, I think it looks great. They do. But I just, when you start hearing like Scooby talking a lot and when you hear Shaggy's voice, I'm like, Oh, like you, I would have hoped they've gone for a little bit more pure, or like known route because like those are like character defining like traits. Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard, Lillard killed you know? job. Um, Casey Kasem was like known for like being the voice of right. like them for so long, but it's like especially in an animated movie, like you would think that they would have gone for like, hey, let's get the the and like the cartoon actors mm-hmm. voice actors to do the voices, and obviously I they want you want to go for a different direction. I yeah. understand that, yeah. But- but again, like when, when it comes to like an animated thing, it's like the SpongeBob movie next year. I'm not expecting that to be different voices. You're expecting no. to hear the characters you know. Yeah. And when it's not that, obviously, again, we're just getting from what the trailer gave us. But like, it didn't really excite me. And it's also called Scoob. Yeah, I don't like the name either. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like not even Scooby. Come like, on, Scoob. You know what I mean? It's just I should do the voice for. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll do Scooby Doo. Yeah, I'll be like, Die. that's the only part you'll ever say. That's, yeah? And that's the part you should <laughs> only ever say. <laughs> but yeah, in the movie, he was like, "Listen, you Shaggy, I'm like, oh you shouldn't God. talk like that." I'm, I'm like, like, "Damn, this guy's what? why is he British? What's going off on you know everybody?" What I mean? Reading the Britannica Encyclopedia. Damn. 
Uh, we also got a trailer today for Fantasy Island. Now I sent this trailer, but I didn't watch it. Did I did not. It? I did not watch it either. <laughs> you you were hyping the... you were hyping up this trailer too. I did, dude. You were like sending me like, oh, Fantasy Island trailer drops tomorrow. What did I say? That? You dro- you where you dropped a tweet in the chat yesterday. No, I said I said, and oh. then you dropped it again today. I'm like, man, Shay's really excited for this <laughs> Fantasy Island it's, trailer. It's, it's Blumhouse, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, Blumhouse makes good movies. And I saw the poster, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is a pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, pretty that nice was it. Poster. You said the poster, and then you said, oh, the trailer's tomorrow, and then you dropped the trailer. And he didn't even watch it. None of that. You did. No, it's all like, in the chat. I was like, I, it was. I, I can't express to you how non-emotional I was and how just completely complacent I was. Well, there was just three different messages. So I'm like, damn. It wasn't three different. Yo, no, Shay's one message was a tweet that I had. Yeah, to but send. you sent the you sent the poster. Did you not? I did, and I said, oh, oh, cool. Look, but the but the poster. Yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe I guess the trailer's that soon. Yeah, and then I think. Uh, but said, I, I even the, said it like so, like non, like shrugging. Dude, like, I read whatever. it like you were so excited. And then. <laughs> Dude, and then you, I think you sent, the year, and then I think you sent a tweet about the trailer dropping, and then I think no, you I, didn't, s- I didn't send a tra- trailer. Okay, so maybe we were talking about it, and then you sent the actual trailer. I'm like, damn, like he he's excited for this, but no, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I literally have no I idea. That's what what's, what's it about? I, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, what's the plot for me, Daniel? Because I seem to know more. Fantasy about the Island, now. dude. Honestly, man, the Blumhouse movie. Remember that? Oh, so. dude. NC seventeen for sure. NCAA. NCAA. College. It's the college basketball. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. NC seventeen about a college basketball team. Oh. Um, Have you heard of Space Jam? No. No. Okay. So basically, in Space Jam, um, what's going to happen? Instead of being abducted by aliens, they're being abducted by um, the 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 island, the the immigrants of this island. Oh wow! And they're bringing them to play basketball on this island now the thing is if they win they get to go home but if they lose they get to stay on the island and you would think of course you'd want to lose but the island is so nice they don't want to leave it right right so they throw the game to stay so on is this Fantasy a spoiler island. of the movie Oh shoot! Did I just spoil it? You just spoiled the whole film, dude. You I'm sorry, just, man. You, you didn't give us a trailer. You gave us the full. Damn I gave plot. you the full. I gave you the full plot. Give me the what's the I plot? I went full plot. Yeah, you went full plot. I went full plot. All right, so Daniel, of <laughs> these trailers, what's your trailer of the week? The trailer of the week's Fantasy Island. How can that be, man? I was gonna say the same. Thing. Uh, honestly, uh, I'm gonna throw it to Sold because that was a gorgeous trailer. I'm gonna throw it to Sold as well. Pixar is a rare miss. If any, so yeah, no, it's it's out to Soul as well. Yeah, uh, out this week, uh, Ford versus Ferrari, room room, baby, one of the best films of the year. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> coming out on Zoom, <laughs> uh, Charlie's Angels. It's coming out this year. It's coming out. Let's. I'm excited to see what it does. It's it's interesting because like again, this movie's coming out. Very interesting marketing campaign behind it. Um yes. Very interesting cast and. In, direction behind it yes um i don't want it to fail no but it's also one of those movies that i'm gonna i'm already knowing there's gonna be a million articles saying why did this movie fail oh my god i'm already you know what i mean like dreading the film clickbaits and everything you know what i mean so i mean it's 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 one of those things we just have to wait and see what happens um Uh, you know what if it does amazingly all the power to awesome i want them because i like the cast of this movie but it's just interesting every movie to succeed right at the end of the day, um, the Good Liar—that's with uh, Helen Ian, Mirren, yeah, Ian McKellen, McKellen yeah. and Helen Mirren. Yeah, and they lie to each other. They're right? liars. Yeah, they're old. I mean, that's old why liars. They're lying. Yeah, maybe they're lying down. Yeah, maybe they're lying down. And the report. Yeah, this is not uh, sure what this. What's one the plot right? for me? What's the plot for you? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the report. 
Report. Uh, have you ever seen... Um, yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> well, then you clearly haven't seen the sequel to it, which was uh, directed by... Do you remember an old, old filmmaker named James Cameron? Uh, I think I've heard of him. Yeah, he directed a film called Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is about the PA assistant's report yeah. that oh, she okay. had to do because she was in school at the same right, time. Right, right, right. So it's a story about her. Yeah. She was the PA assistant. She was coming on set. Right. But she was also doing a college course on gender equality. Okay, yeah, So yeah. it's really just about... It's a two-and-a-half-hour movie, and they use de-aging technology as well. Yeah, of on course. Her. On, the, I, on her? On her. Okay. And it's really about her... F- you know, finishing up this report that's due about social economics in women in the huh. 20th century, I believe, at that time. Is this a prequel to the essay? This is a actually a sequel to... Oh, it's a sequel. It's a sequel to the essay. Got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, cool. But, it's not, but it is a prequel... Got you. ...to the grade. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's good. From the makers of the paragraph. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so the report... Um, I mean, it, it's it's got a lot of special effects in there. Yeah. Like, they're saying the budget thing was like six hundred million for this right. movie, which is crazy. <laughs> and five hundred ninety nine million of the budget is yeah. just going towards the de aging technology. Makes guess, sense. Guess who they have starring as the PA assistant? Tell me, Helen Mirren. Oh wow, yeah. good week for her. She's then, got eh? two films coming out. Good this week. week for her. She forgot she made this one. Though. I forgot That's it was thing. being made too. Yeah, but guess who's playing Helen Mirren though? Timothy Chalamet. No. Oh no. Who? Martha Stewart. I could see that. Yeah. So yeah. the character's name is Helen Mirren. That's where I got you. It's actually not Helen Mirren. It's Martha Stewart. Oh, okay. And okay. Snoop Dogg is playing the report. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm down for it. I'm down. What's uh, it about? The <laughs> report stars Adam Driver. This was also a Netflix movie. Okay. Um, and this is a movie about him having some type of report to do with 9-11 and how... Jesus, my God. Happen. Oh, my God. You were close, though. I was very close. You were I'm very so, close. I'm so scary how close yeah, that was. Yeah. So you were very close. But yeah, this is, again, another uh, Netflix film that's coming out that's been getting great uh, buzz and was at TIFF as well. Nice. Yeah. I'm very excited. What have you been watching this week, Shay? I watched a lot this week, I'll be honest with yeah. you. Uh, I kept writing down on this list here what I watched. You almost wrote I, too much. I, I At one point, the document said stop. Yeah. Um, so I watched Harleen Kumar 1 and 2, because mm-hmm. why not? Why not? Uh, Terminator Dark Fate, obviously, as you guys know. You wrote Dark Fate here. Uh, yes. Is because, that the same movie? Uh, because I had written Terminator Dark Fate, but it was gone for some reason, mm. so... Weird. Uh, the Irishman, of course, as we yes. said. I've and our review's up now, too. Our review is up on there now. Uh, morning show, Silicon Valley, Always yep. Sunny, Watchmen. Uh, I tried the first three episodes of Jack Ryan. Okay, yeah, the, the new season. Yeah. Yeah, how's it go? how'd it go? I, I have no idea what is going on. <laughs> I am so not interested. Yeah. It's, it, I put it on, and I kept. I was trying so hard to watch that first episode, and then I just started to zone out. And then episode two rolled out. I'm like, oh, Arnold Vaughn's losing this now. And then episode three rolls around. And I'm like, okay, why don't I care yet about a single character? Like, there, it, you know what it feels like? It feels very, it almost feels like a parody in some ways. Where, like, they're trying too hard to make it a spy show. Yeah. That, that whenever, like, they're dropping, like, these names. They're like, well, MI6 said that it was a... Undercover operative, and I'm like, well, this just sounds like someone who's watched by and like let's and try to make something about said, this. Let's now. make something. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate because I think there's a lot of good parts, a lot of good things about the show. I love John Krasinski. Uh, yeah, I love John Krasinski. I love spy and action and everything like that. But then you look at, um, 
the show in the first season at least and we we're just kind of like oh that was underwhelming and they had like a it's funny because they had a recap of the first season in the i'm like oh wow that oh, is this did this happen already and what's funny in the recap they completely do not have a single moment of the drone operator which i remember us being like why is this character yeah, in the it was show a, it was a so such a random and it had nothing plot. to do with it oh and i also watched along came polly Oh, very nice. I, just, I bought it yeah. on iTunes, and it's such a bad movie that it's funny. Yeah. With Jennifer Aniston and Jennifer Ben Stiller. Aniston yeah, and great movie. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, boy. Rest in peace. He's a, He was an underrated actor. I think. Underrated actor, for sure. What about you, Dan? What did you watch? Um, I watched Watchmen, like you, Silicon Valley, Always Sunny, Terminator Dark Fate, as mm, we've discussed already, The Irishman. Um, yeah, so a lot of the same things you've been. I've been kind of continuing down my rabbit hole of apple tv plus shows nice. minus oprah well i watched c as well so i watched the first episode of oh c. what did you think of c um if i'll be honest with you i actually really dug it yeah my only concern is and i think this is more of a personal thing for me i find it very hard to invest myself in lore the lore of it right yeah. and i think that's the thing that was it just i don't know why but too, the, right? some of the names they're like oh his name is gaggenfoot and he's from the kuchutari tribe yeah. and i'm like i don't i don't know why but i just like it just sounds like again, kind of like with Jack Ryan, someone trying to create something that they've heard of, right? Not yeah. that they've actually, but I'm interested in this whole, like I'm interested in how the characters are interacting with each other, right? Right. The world that they're creating, it's just something about the Lord just throws me off. Right. But I, but I, but I enjoyed the first episode. For sure, it looks really good. nice. Too. I know. I, I got to continue on with it, but it's so hard because like. Disney Plus drops tomorrow. Man. It drops tomorrow. So We're going to be point, watching The Mandalorian tomorrow. Six a.m. Six a.m. It's gonna happen. It's going. It's gonna happen. Um, I actually threw out a poll on the old ye old Instagram. Why did you do that? Uh, and I asked people. I said, "Hey, who's who's subscribing to Disney Plus on Tuesday?" And how many people said yes? Seventy nine percent of people said yes. Said yes. And who said no? I said no. Just a mess with you. Uh, Anthony said no. Oh wow! And so <laughs> it's just Anthony and I that might have said Anthony, no. So Anthony said no. I had a few people say no. Oh. I'm not going to name drop. I'm not going to call them no, out no, right no. now. Call them out. Let Disney, if you're listening, these are the people you Listen, should go find. Go find them. No, no, no. But like a, a bunch of people said no. So I had a lot of people respond to this, which is nice. Um, but yeah, the majority of people are subscribing, and I don't think we've ever seen this much excitement over the launch of a subscription service because we've looked at you know Netflix is almost like one of those things where it's like it existed and then everybody just had it nobody yeah. was like one morning people woke up and they had netflix you know what i mean it wasn't it wasn't like a hype build up and i think the way disney's been doing their marketing unparalleled yes. to anything we've seen before they're for a launch up like crazy um and they're still announcing new things like just today they said hey you know how we said there's just gonna be four marvel movies now nah, there's gonna be like 12 yeah. so like they're still making those deals getting those movies on there um yeah so i'm really excited for that yeah. so that's what i've been really anticipating as well too yeah, nice. and uh, just before we started recording i was watching a bit of uh, mission impossible ghost protocol oh, no one asked um, <laughs> but let's jump into our topic, topic of, of the, the show, show. i so went lower you went a little too low yeah. for me personally uh so topic of the show daniel let's talk about some underrated actors and actresses that we've kind of come across in our watchings of films now where did this topic really come from because i know that you suggested this topic i did and I, i'll be honest okay. i don't know why i thought of it i do remember though do you do, to tell you tell me why I said it, it was because of john bernthal right in ford versus ferrari coming out that's exactly like, hey it. this would be a good idea maybe i should sell it then instead. <laughs> you should have said it's your idea that is the exact reason sorry it's been a long week uh that is the i literally remember exactly writing that text saying hey guys in honor of ford versus ferrari coming out 
John Bernthal's in that maybe, movie. Maybe you're the one that wrote the text about Fantasy Island then, not me. Dude, maybe it was me. <laughs> I, I honestly, You can't wait for that movie I, to come out. I'm so stoked, especially the, the basketball plot to it. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's literally the um, same plot as Space Jam, though. I'm yeah, concerned. it's true. But yeah, just like what you were saying, um, I think a great jumping off point for an underrated actor is John Bernthal. 100%. Uh, I think John Bernthal is one of those actors that... Everybody knows his face, especially from The Walking Dead, from other movies, from The Punisher, um, he Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. But again, it's one of those movies that's like, oh yeah, John Bernthal's in this. Like you almost forget he's in so many phenomenal movies that you don't realize he's in, especially because he's always like that secret sauce. Sicario, dude, he's in Sicario. But when you talk about Sicario, you don't talk about him. No, because you talk about everything else in that movie, and then you have John Bernthal in it. And you're like, oh man, like he just oh, he man. just brought it to another level, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I, so, I think my first introduction to John Bernthal was Wolf of Wall Street, but he's so unrecognizable in that film in a way. Yeah, because he plays a very like a greasy, like, you know, uh, like he doesn't have his either his he's completely bald half the time, or he's got like the curly hair going on. Right. Uh, he's got this slick bag, you know, mustache goatee yeah. thing going on. So I was like, oh, that guy's really cool, but like yeah. I didn't really think much of it. Right. And then seeing him in Sicario, Blew me I started away. to pay attention. Yeah. Um, I think my, my first exposure to him was in The Walking Dead. He plays Shane, who's such a like a beloved character, and at least in the early Walking Dead comics. And in the show, he's just so – he just nails it. He's such a – if you go – like I'm, I was a big Walking Dead fan, especially the first few seasons of the show. Mm-hmm. Fell off the last couple seasons. But when you go back and you watch Shane as a character in season one and season two, he's absolutely phenomenal in that. Wind River – is another movie that he's in. Spoilers, he's in it. Yeah. He's, um, uh, was he credited for that film, though? I think he was credited. Uh, but, like, you know, we didn't know he was in it yeah. until, that, until scene. that scene happened. Yeah. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Great. He's literally in it for, like, five minutes, and yeah. then he pieces, if you don't see me again, it's because I'm dead. And he was is dead. Is that the line that he says? That's what he says, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. No, I, I just say that when I leave rooms. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. I've heard he said that many times. Yeah. He, you know, he said that. He said that. Yeah, John Berthold is a phenomenal actor, and I think I'm just I can't. I think again, Ford versus Ferrari, he plays Lee Iacocca, and I think he's phenomenal in that. So please, I know if if you're not, I'm not a big car person, but I do like car movies. I do like car movies, and I think Ford versus Ferrari is easily the best film about cars I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, James Mangold, man, phenomenal. James, James Mangold. Uh, Shane, I want to throw one up to you. Yeah, um, while watching Along Came Polly. Um, this actor to me has always been. I love watching him in things because he always makes me laugh, and it's Hank Azaria. That's good. That's a good one. I think Hank Azaria is super underrated because yeah. you, no matter what, you've seen him in something. No, and in some way you've heard him or seen him in something, but you'll be hard pressed to either say his name or really recall what you've seen or heard him in. For sure. But Hank Azaria's. Filmography is huge. I mean, he is one of the brilliant minds in and voices in The Simpsons as yeah, of course, many yeah. characters that he plays on that show. And obviously known super well from being on Friends as well too, right? Being on Friends. Right? He's done so many shows and he has a great he has a great he's a small character in Along Came Polly, but his scene <clears> to me is always hilarious and I always love referencing it. Um he's also um in uh was it Trolls? I think he's in He's yeah, in the Trolls he movie. does because he does a lot of those, those characters. Right, he's a great character actor. He right. can do many different voices, faces. He and in, and in um, it's funny because in Alonke Polly, he's jacked. 
Like, he yeah. has such a, and that's his body. And I'm like, right. damn, like, Hangs here looks good. Yeah. Like, for a comedian to have that kind of a body, it's amazing. Yeah. Considering, the, on, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, yeah, in some seasoned friends, too, like, or some episodes, because we see him kind of over the span of the 10 years. Yeah. Like, oh, damn, he's jacked. Why Why is uh, David so jacked <laughs> why, right now? What's going on in Minsk? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think, uh, I just think he's so funny. And you definitely come across him. I remember seeing, I used to watch, uh, Godzilla by Ronald Emmerich a lot because of him. Yeah, yeah. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, using that too. That's But yeah, I love Hank Azaria. Yeah, Hank Azaria is a great one. Uh, I'm going to throw one out that Anthony said. Um, I'm just going to throw out Anthony's list. Yeah. No, I'm literally sort of I'm going to throw it out. I'm not yeah, going to yeah. talk about this at all. <clears throat> um, Paul Giamatti. Phenomenal actor. I think he's super underrated. Um, Michael Keaton. Paul Giamatti's got an award, though, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know if he. I don't think he's won an Oscar, but he's. I think he's been recognized a good amount of times. But he's also one of those actors that always brings his game. Um, yes, Anthony. I'll also, never forget him from uh, Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf Pictures, man. Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton. I think he had a, a big resurgence in the last few years, especially with uh, uh, Birdman. Yeah. And the Good Guys, the Good Bo- What is the Good Guys, right? With uh, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Other guys. Other guys. That's yeah. it. That's it. I was always like the other guys and the nice guys. It's always in my oh, head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you called them the good guys instead, eh? Right. So I, I just wasn't sure which <laughs> way to the go. the guys part. Uh, Ed Harris is on Ed Anthony's Harris. Ed Harris is great as well, too. Always terrifying to watch. Oh, I love Ed Harris. Yeah, that's a great choice. Uh, Michael Shannon. Can we just talk about Michael Shannon for a second? <sighs> I love Michael Shannon. Phenomenal actor. He, he's uh, so underrated. He's he's another one that just like, he's just, anytime he does something, you're he's he's... You're just magnetized to the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, magnetized. Magnetized. And uh, Anthony ends his list, list with Keith Stanfields. Like Keith Stanfield. Yeah. Nice. And why am I blanking on Keith Stanfield? Like Keith Stanfield? You'll remember him. No, not oh, is it Lakeith Stanfield? Oh, sorry, he said Keith Stanfield. Yeah, I know well, Lakeith. Well, I know Anthony and how. Yeah, I don't. Unfortunately, I think, stupid he sometimes is. Is he just like is he boys with him? That's why he calls him Keith. Uh, no, nah, Lakeith like, Stanfield. Like, maybe phenomenal actor. Lakeith is like French or something. Yeah, for, get out. Oh, Atlanta. the Lakeith. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry to bother you. Are you saying that to me, or are you... I'm telling you, I'm sorry to bother. Oh, okay. You. Um, yeah, so of course, a photograph is coming in. Too, uh, right? This has been a big sausage party so far. This list. Well, I uh, so the next one that I was actually throwing out there. Yeah. If it's cool with you. Yeah, I have one too. Oh, you have one too. Go no, first. no, you go. No, you go first. No, you go. I dare you to go first. Vera Farmiga. Oh, yeah. Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga um, I'm like, <laughs> what's wrong uh, with you? I can't think right now, man. From the Departed. Departed. Bates Motel, uh, Bates Motel, uh, the Godzilla, George, Godzilla, the, the George Clooney one, man. Yeah, up in the air, uh, up in the air. I was like, up in the clouds, up in there. You're threatening me right yeah. now a lot. Up in the uh, up in the air, Vera Farmiga is phenomenal. She's phenomenal. Yeah, she's, she's great. And uh, is there a daughter that looks yeah. just like her? I think it's her niece. Niece, right? This yeah. niece, sorry. Yeah. yeah, uncanny, super uncanny. She literally played the uh, like the the ancestor of her in the nun. Yeah, which is like, oh, that's that's spooky. Yeah, yeah. Vermi is so amazing. She's so hot. Yeah, she's she a great actress. So she's amazing, phenomenal. Yeah. In Bates Motel, she just gives me the creeps. Yeah, yeah. she 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 plays it well, eh? Oh, very well. I got to watch very, the very show. I've been I've been wanting to watch I, the show. I like Psycho a lot. So I mean, the show is is weird in some points, but like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still you like you can put it on and just kind of. Is watch it on it. FX? Netflix. It's on. It's a Netflix show now. Well, it's on Netflix. But it's do on you Netflix know? Show though. But do you? Do I think you know, it's AMC. No. Oh, or is it BMW? BMW. <laughs> is it BBC? <laughs> I'll find out. Idea. I'll find yeah. out, but I'll let you throw out yours. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Florence Puh. Puh. Oh, Puh? dude. Pug? Puh. Puh? Puh. I feel like she's still like too new to be underrated. She's, she's a bit new, but, but... she's so good, though. But she's done, in my eyes now, two bangers. But still people are kind of like, okay. 
Soon to be three. Soon to be three with Black Widow. Yeah. But Black I, Widow and Little Woman. Oh, she's in Little Woman. Oh, she's in yes, Little yes, Woman yes, as well. She's in that too. Yeah. Uh, man, in Midsummer and Fighting My Family. Yeah. When I started Fighting My Family, I was like, oh, I really hope she does more. Yeah. And then I realized she's in Midsummer, and I was like, that's amazing. She is, I honestly believe, in the next five years, going to be one of the biggest actresses I 100%, working. I think she's going to have like the Scarlet. Yeah, I think she's just. I think she's just going to, especially mm-hmm. like, yeah, with like the movie she's been in this year, she's going to have a great year. Midsummer, Fighting with My Family, Little Woman. But when Black Widow comes out, she's gonna kick them ass. She, <laughs> it's my southern lisp again. Oh, okay, I thought you were doing a Mike Tyson. Impression. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Yeah, uh, um, I'm Mike Tyson. Yeah, I, I shouldn't be. My I shouldn't God, be this. I, I feel like that was offensive. I'm so sorry, Mike. Uh, if I ever go down, it's because of this. Or he's gonna punch you and you go down. Uh, you, have you, there's a video of him out recently of him still like boxing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And it's terrifying, dude. Yeah, he's he's, he's literally a machine. Dude, I would never cross him. I would I would cross him. To, I would to, to get away from. I'd him. cross the street yes. to get away from the it. beating he's gonna give me. Yeah, he would kill me for him sure. and John for no Cena reason. too, man. They're just gonna they're gonna beat me up. But John Cena throws two pay at me first though. <laughs> Distract you? <laughs> <laughs> My eyes. <laughs> Uh, who else? Who else you got? Oh just, man, I, I uh, Ben Foster. Ben is it Foster? Ben Foster is a great one. Great choice. I really like him. I think he's such a good actor. He can really when he when he's commanding a scene. Yeah, he really holds it. He's really creepy. I remember my first watch with him was in the movie Hostage, which we tried to watch. Yeah, we didn't finish it. Even close to coming to finishing it. Where were Willis, we? We were at we were at the apartment. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, I was like, where? where <laughs> like we weren't here. And uh, we. And I remember that I was like, "Oh, this guy's a really good actor." And then he, I remember I watched. Uh, I think it was Brothers because of him. Yep, that's with uh, him and Tobey Maguire. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, really boring film. Yeah, but I was like, "Man, this guy's such a good actor. I want to keep seeing him." Yeah, and Angel, obviously. Angel in X X Three, um, Hell or High Water. He's phenomenal in with so Chris Pine. Good. I think Chris Pine is underrated too. Yeah. He's also one of those like Pretty Boy Hollywood guys. But I think he's. I think he picks his roles pretty well. And I when he I, does a, when he does a good movie. Yeah. That's not like an action film. He's really good in it. Yeah, he was. Uh, he also played Jack Ryan. So he did movie. also play Jack Ryan. Um, but yeah, I think um, Ben Foster is great. Three ten. He's in Three Ten to Yuma as well too. He's phenomenal in that. Oh yeah, he was uh, Alpha Dog as well too, which I feel like is a was a underrated movie as well it's, too back in the it's day. It's a very it's a cult film for sure. Yeah, it's a heavy watch. Yeah, uh, Anton Yelkin, rest yep. in peace, phenomenal actor as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ben Foster's in it. Justin Timberlake as well too. Justin I think is a he's a. I don't know if he's an underrated actor. No, 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 no. I don't think he, I don't like seeing him in movies. No, he also hasn't acted in much. The only movie I think Justin Timberlake is great in is The Social Network. Yeah, because you know what? Um, it's and not cool. Oh, tell me, pop star. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I was a lobster. <laughs> Julianne Carrots. <laughs> but yeah, in Social Network. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Have you watched the Social Network yet? Is it good? It's good. I'll check it yeah. out then. Uh, Anthony hasn't watched it though. Oh, Can you believe that? We well, are, he has watched it, but he hates it, right? I think he hasn't. No, he hasn't finished it. Either way, he's both not ans- here to defend both himself. Both answers to me mean I hate you. I think that's what the math adds up to. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna throw another one out there. Throw one at me in the face. Riz Ahmed. Yeah. That, you don't like that one, eh? Uh, I like it. No, I think Riz Ahmed's great. No, no, no. He's, he's a great actor. You no, know, he's a phenomenal actor. Super underrated. He's, he's underrated, and I just think it's one of those things that the best is yet to come for him. Yeah. The best is we yet to come for him. We saw him in Sound of Metal. Amazing what performance. A performance. Yeah. Like, he what a movie, car- too. He, 100%. He carried that film. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever saw him was uh, Nightcrawler. 
And I was like, oh, this guy's kind of weird, whatever. Yeah. And then I realized that he was acting. It almost seemed like he wasn't acting in that film. Yeah. It just kind of seemed like, oh, that's how that person probably is. And then amazing job in The Night Of, uh, the yep. HBO miniseries. And, I mean, obviously Venom might have been a misstep for sure. Right. Everyone has that. They have to. But, yeah, I think he's great. Um, Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Ah, oh, man, I'm trying to think who else I could throw out there that – you know, I think Tom Hanks is pretty underrated. You know? I'm not sure who that is. No? Actually, is it? Uh, are they new? Thomas Thomas Hank Thomas Hank Thomas Hankson Thomas Hanks. I yeah. remember him. Um, uh, do you have another one? Yeah, yeah, I got another one. I got Taron Egerton on here. Oh, buddy, buddy, come on, man! Super underrated. guy. Super man. underrated. I think his performance in Rocket Man is probably one of the best performances of the year. A hundred percent. And I think it's going to go unnoticed by the Academy. A hundred percent. And which will bum so, me out. So sad. Which will really bum me out. He, him as as Elton John, mind blowing, phenomenal. And it's a movie I think about often. It's a yes. soundtrack I still listen to often. Yeah, I want to throw one out here. Throw me one only out because there. he hasn't been recognized by the Academy. Tell me, man. Andy Circus. Yeah, he's he's yeah. well loved. Yeah, but I think as an actor, people will always forever see him as Gollum and as Caesar. But he has never been given the love. Of being an actor, no, he he never got his 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 shine, I guess his shine, like or like his solo shine, right? Um, I also have Haley Steinfeld on here. Yeah, she's an up and comer. I I really like how she is. I lost my mouse. Where is she? Is she here? Sorry, awesome. Haley, there. come on out, Haley. <laughs> behind door number three, I think she could be so easily cast as like you know the bratty teen, right? But her performance in Edge of 17, 17 yeah. shows that she's not just a teen actor. Yeah, and she's not just a pretty face. No. You know what she's I mean? She's got so much to give. Yeah, she has so much depth in her performance. And even I'm watching Dickinson now, I'm just like, she just she just does these like subtleties that are just kind of blow me away of just her performance. And she's so good. And she's another one that I think is going to be one to watch in the next five years. Mm-hmm. She's just going to explode. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully not in like the bad way. No, in a good way. Yeah. In the, in the better, in the, in the proper way. In the way things should explode. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw one out for you. Please do. <sighs> I don't like this side. Let me, let me look around my room and get an idea here. Uh, <laughs> Captain America. Uh, <laughs> Captain America, super underrated actor, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, I want to throw one out here. Stick with me. Yep. I'm sticking with you, man. Stick with me. Like, stick with like me. Stick with me. Right now. Stick- <laughs> I'm like gluing this. How you doing? I'm, and I'm being serious when I say this. Please say this. Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. I, elaborate for me. So I think Daniel Radcliffe is a type of actor. Like, we saw him in, um, I'm blanking on the name of the movie now, where he plays a skinhead. <laughs> no, I'm... Uh, Imperium. Imperium. Imperium, right? And, like, he's done a lot of he's done a lot of different roles, and I think it's so hard for you to o- f- shake Harry Potter as a character. Because mm. no matter what he ever does in his life, he'll always be Harry Potter. But when he does act, and especially when I saw him in Imperium, I was like, you know what? This guy can act. Like, he really has something to give. And I think there's a lot of subtleties in his performance as Harry, as Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter. Um, especially when you get into the later films. Even though I'm, I'm not as big a fan of, like, The Order of the Phoenix mm-hmm. and things like that. But I still love Harry Potter. Diehard fan of Harry 100%. Potter. But his performance in those movies is phenomenal. Especially when you see him... Kind of just being tormented and dealing with being a Horcrux part of 
like Voldemort living inside of him. He's yeah. such a great actor, and I don't think he got enough praise for playing Harry Potter. No, yeah. No, I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw one out for old Harry. Go I like that. Yeah. Um, I got one that might. I don't, I don't want to say it's going to be controversial. Okay. But I think a lot of people will hear this name and go, oh, really? Um, Blake Lively. And the reason, 100%. Why, the reason why I'm throwing her out there is because she's so easy to dismiss that people can say, oh, she's just a pretty face or, oh, she did, what was it, Gossip Girl? Gossip or, Girl, yeah. Right? Which they're bringing back, by the way. Are they really? They are. did not know that. Um, but... Her performance in the town, which some people some people don't like, I what? love. Who doesn't like it? I love her performance. Dude, she should have been nominated for an Oscar for she that movie. She was so good in that movie. I love I love that story when we were like interviewing like she was um, auditioning for the role. Yeah, and Ben was asking her what part of Boston she's from. Yeah, and she's like, "No, nah, I'm I'm from the Valley. Yeah. <laughs> Where is she from? Though? I, I don't know. She's probably from California. She has a California face. She's got a California. She got she got a she got a Cali me, face." See if I can find her. Uh, and she is from uh, Minnesota. <laughs> she's she's from Toronto. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, I think she's super super talented. Yeah, but I have I have not seen um, the one that she did with Anna Kendrick. The yes, the one that just came out. Yes, yeah, with directed by Paul Feig. I heard it's oh, really good. Man, though. why the am I blanking truth? on this right now? No. Simple setup. No, something with truth in it. Oh, right? you know what? A simple lie. A simple favor. Simple favor. That's it. That's it. She's she's from California, by the way. She's yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. She has she has an, a yeah, Cali, she's got face. That Cali glow. Yeah. Uh, but I watched The Shallows. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Loved her in that. She's amazing in that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna throw one out. Do, do, do it. Do it. Uh, Stanley Tucci. Oh, easily. Yeah. He's one of those act- actors that whatever he's in, he always brings something to it. Doesn't matter what he's doing. No. But he always brings. He always delivers. He could be doing something as dumb as Transformers Four. Yeah. But he'll just give it his all, and he never – you always believe what he tells you. You know yeah. what I mean? He's one of those actors that he could be saying the most nonsensical <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. But he will deliver it in a way that you're like, I'm going to believe this guy. And you love it when he plays a bad guy, and you love it when he plays a good guy. Yeah. You love it no matter what. 100%. You kind of want him to be your dad a little bit. Like I remember in uh, Easy A – he yeah. does such a good job of being a dad in that movie yeah. that I'm like, I kind of wish you were my dad, man. Yeah. Uh, him and Devil Wears Prada as well too. I'm like, oh man, I feel for you. I, I want, I want, I want you to be my dad. Speaking of Devil Wears Prada, oh, Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep, yeah. super underrated. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's actually won an award. <sighs> I wouldn't use Meryl Streep an award in the same sentence. No, because no. that that would just upset her. There'd be too many results. <laughs> um, throw another one out there. Tony Collette. Hundred percent, dude. She... I feel like that's been an answer for so many. Hundred percent. 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 Hundred She's really good dude, in, in Hereditary. Hereditary. Again, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I was like, oh, you watched it? But her performance. In the trailer. In the trailer. <laughs> but just from the clips that I have seen of it. It's one of those things that, you know, the Academy has a stigma against horror films. Yes. And it's unfortunate because she is so deserving. I'm actually really excited for Knives Out, the Ryan Johnson movie mm-hmm. coming out. I'm too. Um, especially because there's so many underrated actors in it, like Michael Shannon, Tony Collette. Uh, I think Chris Evans is a great actor too, yeah. but he hasn't gotten a really chance to, other than Captain America to really show right. off. Um, Lakeith is in that movie as well yeah. too. Like that's Daniel it's, Craig. Daniel Craig, I think, is another great actor, underrated. Rachel uh, Weiss, his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's so many. Did there's, you just say Daniel Craig's wife, Rachel Weiss. Rachel, Rachel Weiss is his wife. Did you just like Daniel throw that Craig? Out there? 
I said Daniel Craig is in yeah. it, and then Rachel Weiss is his wife. Okay, <laughs> I was like wondering what the connection was. That's, That's why. the connection. But is I, they're like married. I like yeah, it. They're married. I like it. They're married. I want to be their child. I want to watch them just do go on about their day. Just go about their day. Like I want, I want to see him in his boxers, just you know, cooking food. And yeah, yeah. Rachel's coming down reading a book. Yeah, yeah. She's oh, got her glasses nice down on like, oh, a bridge. Oh, don't do that to me. And she's just yeah. like, I, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hello! Like Miss Doubtfire. Oh God, we just ruined Rachel Weisz for we so did, many yeah. people. Um, it's so funny though. Like uh, again, stick with me with this. Stanley okay. Tucci, Rachel Weisz. Let me tell you the connection between these two. Stanley tu- Stanley Tucci, sister-in-law is Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt's character in Jungle Cruise is very much Rachel Weisz's character in The Mummy, down to the glasses and the books. And the bookshelves. That that was the, that's how the way my mind works. If those who are listening who made it this far yeah. want to know, I think we should do one more each. Okay, I'll yeah. do, I'm gonna, we'll do one last one. Yeah, one last one. Um, and this is purely based on the fact that they're uh, an actor. I, I've been watching. <laughs> I've been watching Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, Regina King. Dude, she just won an Oscar, bro. I know, but she take it back. But <laughs> she's to, to me, no one recognizes her still. I know she's won an Oscar, and I, and I totally yeah. understand that. But who is out there? But ask people who what she won an Oscar for. That's the thing, right? And I think that when, in Watchmen, especially, she is just kicking ass. She's literally playing a character across so many spectrums. Yeah, and I love and it. And dealing with so many things. Again, if you're not watching Watchmen, who's watching you? Then? Who's watching? <laughs> if you're not watching Watchmen, I, again, probably one of my one of my favorite TV shows after The Boys. Yeah, Watchmen is up there with one of my favorite TV experiences this year because yeah. I think every episode is just. Kicking butt. Yeah. Um, yeah, Regina King is uh I know phenomenal. she won an award. I know I know we had like a rule, but but throw her out there. Yeah, she's a good one. Who you uh, got? I'm trying to think who I should do as my last one. Who I should do as my last one. Tom uh, Cruise. And we said no Meryl <laughs> Streep, right? Uh well again I don't know what she's done, so All I right. can't say. I'm gonna throw one out here. Throw one Maybe out there. a controversial one. Oh god. But just based on what I'm hearing and what I've seen. Tommy Wiseau. I knew it. I knew you were going to throw him out there. Lisa, <laughs> it's not. Scarlett Johansson. And I know it's a controversial one. Because okay. she's a controversial, controversial actress. Okay. But her performance in Jojo Rabbit. Yo-Yo Rabbit is, Yo-Yo is Rabbit in, in Spain. Is so good. And she doesn't have a lot of screen time, mm-hmm. but she brings such a presence and such a warmth to the character of Jojo's mom that I think is amazing. Yeah. And we're seeing her in Marriage Story, which again, all I keep hearing is about how phenomenal phenomenal her performance is in Adam Driver. I think Adam Driver is a great underrated actor as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would even go as far to say as I'll use this as my last one because oh, wow. okay. I'm, I'm going to just more I, went, I, went on, got, huh? I went on a tangent here. Oscar Isaac yeah. is another actor that I think is well-known, but I don't think he's done a career-defining film yet. We see him in Ex Machina. We see him in Inside Lewin Davis, which is one of my favorite movies. We've seen him in Star Wars, but I think he's just one of those actors that's so good at what he does. I'm just waiting for him to do a role that just blows everybody away. What do you think? I disagree, but okay, that's fine. Okay. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, those are those are um, all good suggestions. Yeah, there. 
I, I I said final one each. I gave you three. You gave me three, um, which is why I'm upset. Yeah. But but let us I'll know what you think. On. The you the listener you listening to this right now in your car. We're in your ears. We're inside you. Right I did now. get a lot of people that uh, threw in some names. Yeah, throw one um, at me. Unfortunately, I don't have them on me right How now. How dare you, man? We'll read them uh, next week, then. But we'll read them next week, then. I guess. Also, our next episode of the show will be our last for about a week, <gasps> just because Shay and I will be in the lovely land of Florida in sunny. <laughs> Orlando, Florida. You'll probably hear a news story article come out of us, but it wouldn't be Florida Man. It'll Florida be Man. Toronto Man. Toronto Man's in Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll still have content going up that week. We're, we're still figuring out what we're going to do. But next week's episode will be about our first week with Disney+. Plus. So please send your questions about Disney+. Plus. Tell us what you're watching. Let us know your reviews of stuff, of the new content, The Mandalorian, whatever's going on. Tell us what you're watching on Disney Plus. So let can... us let us hear because we love hearing from people. Right. And you know, thank you for the mailbag question from Carl today. That was awesome. We are so excited for Disney Plus. Um, I just can't wait to go home and sleep because it's like Christmas morning. Right? Yeah, it's it feels like, like waking it. up with I can't a, wait a million new presents it and hopefully just. I just wish they had already kind of set up the account set up and that's what I'm th- for us. And that's the thing. Like, is the app going to be up? Is the app? Do we have to wait for? I, one want, I keep yeah. checking the apps for every Me couple too, days, hundred percent, to see if it it's leaks the, in. You know what's or... funny? It's been like the number one trending app in the App Store. What people are searching. It's like the most popular searches, but it's not on the App Store yet. Interesting. Um, but yeah, it's it's coming soon, and probably by the time you're listening to this episode of the podcast, it's going to be out. Yeah. So I'm jealous of you listening to this right now, because you're going to have Disney+. Plus. But we will have also. We will. Yeah. But the person listening to this right now will have it. Oh, that's yeah, true. That's well, true. They will have it. Also possible. So again, guys, that was... Our episode today of the Movie Podcast, thank you again for listening, subscribing, leaving those amazing reviews, giving us the correct amount of stars, which I believe is five is the correct amount of stars. Five is the minimum. Five is the minimum and the maximum amount of stars you can give us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Again, that was this time with the Movie Podcast. And we'll see you next.